The following guided meditation was given at Common Ground Meditation Center in Minneapolis, Minnesota. And as we've done in the past, we'll have a little pause after each of the five precepts. And you can either read Thich Nhat Hanh's comments that are printed there, and just take that 30 seconds or so to reflect on what that precept might look, look like, feel like in your own life, before we go on to the next one. And uh, uh, hopefully everyone's learning that in our Buddhist practice, these, uh, this moral sensitivity that we've been talking about, it isn't a top-down affair where you and I are trying to conform to some external standard judged, overlooked, overseen by, you know, some superior being there in the sky or something like that. But the moral sensitivity itself is what we develop. So when we repeat something like undertaking the training to refrain from harming living beings, it's not a should, it's just we're noticing what those words reverberate in our hearts. We're uncovering any sort of natural valuing of that, that life has led us to appreciate, like that value of not harming, not stealing, not causing harm with our sexual activities, with our words, through the ways we consume, especially intoxicants. Just, uh, like, is there any more natural moral sensitivity in any of these areas? What does it feel like? And that feeling, that concern, that care, that love around that particular area of my life, what kind of uh, like roadmap <clears throat> does it create, like natural do's and don'ts, or be really careful here, oh honey, shine a light whenever you're in this kind of situation, you're at work, you're doing a project with someone you're sexually attracted with, sexually attracted to, and now because of near misses or terrible mistakes or whatever, it's like there's this movement in our heart, I want to shine a light there so I don't do what I've done before, or I don't do what my friend did before and had this unwholesome, unhelpful response or reaction just like if, you know, we hear about a good friend having a terrible car accident, it's like we drive differently. Because <laughs> it's in the realm of possibility that I could be distracted and plow into somebody in a life-changing way for myself and others involved. So we're just more, it's like that vigilance, but not in a way of being tight, because the tightness doesn't help but in the way of that sort of an active form of love or compassion. I want to be careful because I know it's easy to set in motion a lot of stress here. So I want to be careful. So that's how we reflect. And just be on the lookout for that judgment, that hating ourselves for being imperfect. 
how that might creep in with any of these five. I'm just trying to take care of my life. I mean, that's something that I might say to myself, like around this, if it ever feels kind of finger wagging, should. I'm just, you know, hey, like I say to myself, hey, we're all in this together. It's not like the Uber mark controlling the undermark, right? It's just this sensitive heart trying to find its way. And what places in life is it really helpful for me to illuminate with this moral sensitivity precisely because I care? So let's do this together. Begin with the Namo Tassa, acknowledging our teacher. Namo Tassa Bhagavato Arahato Sama Sambuddhasa Namo Tassa Bhagavato Arahato Sama Sambuddhasa Namo Tassa Bhagavato Arahato Sama Sambuddhasa Uddam Saranangachami Dhamang Saranangachami Sangam Saranangachami Dutyampi Uddam Saranangachami Dutyampi Dhamang Saranangachami Dutyampi Sangang Saranangachami Tatyampi Buddhang Saranangachami Tatyampi Dhamang Saranangachami Tatyampi Sangam Saranangachami Panati Pata Veramani Sikapadam Samadhyami I undertake the training to refrain from harming living beings. So take a little time. You can read Thich comments or just reflect on this. To the second. Adina dana veramani sikapadamsamadiyami. I undertake the training to refrain from taking that which is not given.
Now moving on to the third. Kame su pechachara, where amani sikapadang samadhyami. I undertake the training to refrain from causing harm through sexual misconduct. And this is the one we'll talk about tonight, so take it some time, reflecting what this might look like in our lives. Move on to the fourth. Musawada, where Amani Sikapadang Samadhyami. I undertake the training to refrain from false and harmful speech. Finally, the fifth. Sura Maria Majapamaratana, where Amini Sikapadansa Mariami. I undertake the training to refrain from the misuse of intoxicants. The statement at the bottom. Itame silang magapalanyanasa pachayo o tu. May my conduct lead to attainment of the deepest fruits of liberation. And we'll settle into our meditation time now. body, and relating to our Embodied experience now, this complex, integrated, sensual experience we're having now. 
This is very much a beautiful experience of nature, not so different than being in a lake, in a beautiful setting, or walking in a meadow, high in the mountains, on the seashore, whatever. And even in the simple experience of sitting relatively still at home or here at the city center in Minneapolis, isn't it possible for there to be a beautiful circle of giving and receiving, this beautiful circle movement of nature This very deep belonging, all these causes and conditions, all these movements, interdependent, the movement of emotion and the movement of sensation and the movement of thought, the movement of sound and sight, smell and taste. the different textures, all the different flavors, hard and heavy and light and soft and smooth and rough, intense and subtle, pleasurable and painful, and all the different gradations between those opposites. It seems to be always part of this central experience, these movements of energies, is this dance of tension and release, with resistance and yielding, holding, releasing, dominating, yielding. Fortunately, we don't have to identify with any particular role or even purpose. Why not assume that all these energies that are moving know what they're doing? And instead, we just allow nature to move we allow everything to express itself as it will. I think it was uh, Rumi, this wise Persian poet, Sufi poet, which is the one of the mystical 
aspects of Islam, if you don't know. And way back, I think in the 13th century, he had this beautiful image of being a human being is like being a flute, a reed instrument. And God, the divine, the beautiful movements of nature move through and create beautiful music. But the instrument's job is simply to let nature move. And not to second guess the movements, or this is too tight, or too much pressure, or too much hardness. Because it's not really our responsibility to manage the song but instead to learn to let everything move through. Even if that movement feels stuck or held, maybe that's how it is. That's the song right now. So just play with this image as you continue, as we continue to sit together right in the middle of these great currents of our lives, gross and subtle, and we'll continue in silence.
over and over. Gravitate toward the central experience that's here and now. The movement of sensation, movement of thought, emotion. And just stay open to the possibility that all this movement is affectionate and enlivening. Feeling the aliveness of all that is moving. be trusted completely. sensitive heart is being touched and moved by the energies of life. And the question is, are, because of habit, will we be in conflict or at war with these energies? Or might it be more like a sensual massage as everything just keeps moving?
as we keep relating to this movement of sensuality here and now, remember we're not, we don't have to try to get anything from it. And we're also not trying to get away from it, get beyond it. As if we were to be in relationship with sensuality forever. Not minding the exposure, the contact, the intensity, the subtlety, whatever it might be. learning how to be an empty flute, So again, for the last couple minutes, each of us finding our own way, just even through trial and error, just the capacity or the possibility of a beautiful circle of giving and receiving, 
being in relationship with all that's moving, all that's being felt. In other words, is it possible for there to be a beautiful relationship with all that's being known and felt, all that's moving? Is it possible for something beautiful and free to arise when the conditions are like this? And as we allow the eyes to open, if they've been closed, and begin to move the body, stretch, maybe we can continue to be a thing of beauty, this beautiful circle of giving and receiving and being real, intimate with all that's moving. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.